Hi, this is AZ. Welcome to episode 11. Before we move on today's topic, I would like to really recap what we covered in episode 10. In episode 10, I talked about what is crisis. Crisis is an extreme form of change for which we haven't prepared. I also talked about the natures of crisis. I mentioned about how crisis is a great equalizer. It doesn't matter who you are whether you are poor or rich, young or old, black or white, man or women, educated, uneducated, it doesn't matter. It affects all of us, which means in this crisis, we all are in it together. We can thrive, outlast, and succeed in this crisis or go down together. I also talked about how crisis happens suddenly. You haven't prepared for it. On top of that crisis, you don't have direct control. It also makes you helpless and victim. Of course, in that episode, I talked about how to view crisis. I actually used David, the, the ultimate underdog, how he used that crisis, the crisis where thousands of experienced soldiers were terrorized by a giant they didn't know what to do that was a huge crisis national crisis but david rather than hiding like other soldiers rather than going and tending his ship he stepped up and that opportunity turned him from an underdog to great actually we wouldn't have heard about david if it was not for Goliath. So, regardless of the nature of crisis, even if we don't have direct control, we feel helpless. We don't know when, for example, this pandemic ends, how it's gonna impact us in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. We have to view crisis as an opportunity. Rather than as a stumbling block, we could consider crisis as a stepping stone. That was in episode 10. Today, we're going to talk about leadership in crisis. What kind of leadership do we need when we are in crisis? But before we jump to talk about today's content about leadership in crisis, I want to make personal connection with you. If you have been following me, I've been talking about, you know, we can overcome this, uh, this too passes. I've been always inspirational and motivational to you and other underdogs. If you watch my videos or listen to my podcast, you could also be able to see that I am positive and optimistic. But that doesn't mean that I'm not impacted like you do. I don't want you to think that I am in the bubble, out of touch, and this thing doesn't impact me, my career, and the people I care about. It impacts me. I may not fear about myself, whether I'm going to be sick or dead. A long time ago, I decided this. You know what? More than the impact of a thing, the fear that you have is the one that's going to costs you a lot. That thing may never, never happen. But the fear of it happens 
It's going to drain your energy, affects your health, takes away your joy, and stop you from doing what you're supposed to do now. So I decided, you know what? I don't want to think about, contemplate about what happens to me. When I do that, I gave up. I felt. Because I want to deal with it when it happens to me. I don't want to deal with it until it happens. Because it may never happen. So, concerning myself, individually, I may not be afraid of the virus. I do my best to protect myself and to protect others. I'm not dumb. I'm not stupid. I'm not reckless. But at the same time, there are people I care about. My family, my friends, my colleagues, some of whom are at the front line right now. I care about them. Think about it also. I'm human being like you. While you see thousands of innocent people die, when you see hundreds of thousands of people are sick, when you see millions of people losing their jobs, if you are human, you have pain. If you don't have any pain, if you're not impacted by this, maybe you don't deserve to live in this planet. You're not human. If you're not afraid for yourself and others, you're not human. Because you have to have some fear in you. If you're not afraid of gravity, hey, you're going to die one day. If you're not afraid of electricity, you're going to die one day. So having fear is not the problem. I have, you have, we all have. But we have to contain it. Regardless of I'm afraid that this impacts me personally, the people I care about, and other colleagues, friends, and fellow human beings, I need to move on. I'm also impacted professionally. Think about this. I'm a learning professional. I enjoy serving, interacting with my clients. Now, I cannot have that. Many of our programs are three days workshops, two days workshops. Now we have to work hard to translate these programs into virtual delivery. Of course, we have been providing webinars and we know how to do it. We're ready for it. But you can imagine the additional pressure that adds on you to translate these in-person deliveries into virtual deliveries. Additional crisis, additional stress. But I'm thankful that I have a job right now. But I'm not sure going forward. As you know, individually and corporately, whenever we have economic meltdown, when we are economically impacted, the first thing we cut is on our development, our, on our growth, trainings, coaching. Of course, I don't advise that. Because actually you need coaching, you need counseling, you need trainings during crisis. When you are limited, when you are impacted. Because you want to grow, to outgrow the crisis. To become more innovative. To have resilience. To have options. To think critically, strategically, tactically. You need more trainings. You need more innovation and creativity. But people, conventionally, they prefer to cut the budget for training, coaching, consulting, and so on and so forth. For now, many of our clients, they ask us to provide the programs virtually. But in the future, we don't know what kind of decision 
they will make. They will make a decision that we don't agree because we believe they have to keep on growing. What I'm saying is that I'm impacted like you do, personally, professionally, and I'm a human being like you. But I have a job. My profession requires me to inspire underdogs like yourself during tough time. I'm a leadership expert more than ever. My expertise needed now. I have read a lot of biographies. I have read a lot of case studies about change, extreme change, crisis. I have studied, I have studied the great ones, how they passed through crisis. I myself passed through lightweight and, of course, heavyweight crisis. Based on my own personal experience, as I prepare, as I outlast, as I thrive in crisis, and also from my readings, from my studies, this is time for me to deliver. So even if I'm impacted, I have to step up. That's why I'm here. So I want you to relate with me. I know what's going on. I know the pain. But let's, let's, let's overcome this pandemic together. Today we're going to talk about what kind of leadership do we need in crisis. After all, why leadership in crisis? You know, we need leadership in normalcy, during peacetime, during pro pro prosperity, peace, health time. We need more leadership during crisis. During normalcy, we need great leaders. We need more now when we are in crisis. All of the leadership qualities that I'm going to talk about today, we need them even during normalcy, during peace. But we need them intensely right now. But there is one good thing if you are a leader. Crisis makes or breaks your leadership. It may destroy your leadership or it distinguishes your leadership. It's up to you. If you review history, great leaders, they birthed during crisis. I want you to think about, for example, leaders during World War II. That was a global crisis. Even in my own, in my own country, in Ethiopia, during Italian invasion, Italy was one of the most powerful countries back then. Ethiopia was one of the underdog countries. That was a crisis. But heroes were born. Some of them were at the top. Some of them were grassroots level soldiers. Many underdogs turned into great. Think about the American Great Depression, FDR. He faced that crisis, and that distinguished him. Franklin Delano Roosevelt. What about Abraham Lincoln? He faced a crisis, the Civil War. We admire Abraham Lincoln because of his resilience, his ability to outlast that crisis. What about Martin Luther King Jr.? America was in crisis, national crisis, but he stood, stood up, he stepped up, 
He was a leader in crisis. Today we admire him. We look up to him because he made the demand of the hour. I can keep on mentioning great leaders who led during crisis, during pandemic, during economic meltdown, during war, and so on. These great leaders were made during crisis. What does that mean for you? For you means this is the hour, this is the time where you test yourself. You tap into your greatness. This is a time to unleash your potential. So don't be intimidated by today's crisis. Don't hide. Of course, I'm not saying be reckless, but be bold and serve as a leader in the area of your passion, where you have the competitive advantage, the experience, where you are needed the most. Now let's talk about what kind of leadership qualities we need during crisis. The first one is character. People follow a leader that they trust, a leader with credibility and authenticity. If you don't have character, you are in a big trouble. During crisis, people don't believe in you and what you say. They may not go all in with you, so your leadership is going to be impaired. Think about Nelson Mandela. Even his enemies, they trusted him. Why? Because he had character. They knew that he was predictable. He kept his promise. They knew that. Even if that, you know, that was risky, even if giving their power to someone, someone they jailed for 27 years because of his character, they believed in him during crisis and they gave their power to Mandela because of his character. Now I'm going to give you a way out. If your character is damaged, if you don't have yet credibility and authenticity, I want you to depend on people who have character, people who are trustworthy, people that are trusted by your people. You can bring a team of people that your people trust. Even if you don't have yet trust, you could be a new leader. They don't know you. So during crisis, they trust someone they know. Even if they don't like that leader, even if they don't agree with that leader, they trust that leader. So find a way to be credible, authentic, or find, borrow credibility and authenticity from other leaders within your organization. Of course, you have to know one thing. Leadership, uh, in leadership, character, you cannot develop character in days, weeks, and months. It takes time. So you should have built your character ahead of the curve before the crisis. But now we are in crisis and you have to do something about your character to succeed in this crisis. The second leadership characteristic that is very important during crisis is empathy. You could be a very bold, courageous, fearless leader. That's good. But you have to have empathy to your people. You have to relate with them. They're passing through crisis. You have to connect with them emotionally. You have to have the emotional fitness to show empathy, to put yourself in their place. 
as much as you trying to help them to go to the next level, to go the other side and outlast this crisis, you need to show them that you understand their situation. Which means you have to put your people first. You have to take care of your people. You cannot take care of them if you don't understand them and what they are going through. So you have to have empathy. The third leadership quality that's very important in crisis is resourcefulness. In crisis, you cannot succeed as a solo. You have to be a team player. You have to garner support from near and afar. Your resources, in-house resources, your in-house intellectuals, systems, wisdom, whatever you have is not enough. This is time to reach out. This is time to reach out to build coalition, alliances. You have to be a resourceful person to help your people. They need your ability to tap into resources that are not in your backyard. The fourth leadership quality, very important during crisis, is foresight. You have to have vision. You have to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. You should show your people also the light at the end of the tunnel. I keep on mentioning eagles. Eagles, when a storm comes, unlike other birds, they fly with the storm without any effort. They fly high. They love storms. Eagles are also very popular and known because of their sight. They see little things from miles away. And eagles are related with vision. More than ever, you need to be visionary. You need to have foresight, to go into deep future, to prepare your people for that future, to find a best alternative into the future. You have to see the light and show your people the light. They may be depressed, afraid, ho hopeless, and victims. Your job is to be visionary and to brighten their life, to encourage them and give them hope. The fifth quality, very important during crisis, is courage. I like what Nelson Mandela said. Courage is the absence, courage is not the absence of fear. You may be afraid, things are unpredictable, that scares you, but you need to have courage. This is time to show your, your courage. And courage comes based on your faith. Do you have faith in yourself? Personally, you don't need to be like that. Personally, I have faith in God. He protects me. He will help me survive this crisis. I pray every day, and that gives me courage. Do you have something which is a higher power that you believe? Because you need courage, and you cannot get courage from yourself. 
we are too small, too little to face sometimes giants. And we have to tap into whatever you believe. This is the time you to exercise your faith, to be courageous and encourage your people. Lion is known for its courage. It has been said that it's not really the strongest animal in the jungle or the fastest or the intelligent one. But it has a courageous heart. He never been afraid of any animal. Why? It's not because of his size. It's not because of strength. Because of its heart. It has faith in its strength. Right now, your people want you to be like a lion. To help them cross over safely on the other side. But if you, if you don't have courage, now you're going to feel your people. They are afraid and you are afraid. They are scared, you too. But this is time to be courageous. The sixth quality that we need in crisis is communication in crisis. We need to know how to communicate during crisis. We have to give people correct data. We should communicate honestly. We should also be straightforward when we communicate. Now, if you have good communication, because you could be a great speaker, communicator during normalcy, during peacetime, but if you don't have the ability to communicate during crisis, this is time to find a spokesperson who could be able to handle this properly. I have seen a lot of leaders. They're not crisis communicators. That's why, for example, some law enforcement agencies, they have their own experts. For example, when they find someone at the top of a building to crash themselves, or when they take hostage, they send their own crisis hostage negotiator, crisis manager. They send that person because that person knows how to connect with the people who are in crisis. You don't want that person to jump. You don't want that person to kill the hostage. You need to send someone who is good in hostage negotiation. Right now, while you are in crisis, if you don't have the ability to communicate during this crisis, find someone. Train someone. The last quality that we need during crisis is resilience. It's not tangible. This is your ability to keep on going, even if you are failing. You may have some predictions. You may have some promises. During crisis, sometimes you may not be able to get what you want. Your prediction may not come true. Your efforts may not deliver. During that time, don't quit. Keep on moving. Of course, like other qualities that I talked about, resiliency, it develops during peacetime. If you don't have resiliency at this time, you need coaches and mentors. People who are going to encourage you, give you different perspectives to outlast this crisis. In conclusion, your leadership could be birthed in this crisis if you step up. If you have those seven qualities I covered in this episode. The first one is character. You need to be a trustworthy, credible, and authentic leader to be successful. The second one, you have to have empathy. 
You have to have emotional fitness. You have to put your people first. You have to put yourself in their place. You should be also very resourceful to tap into resources that are not in your backyard during this crisis. And also you should have foresight. You should be visionary. You should be able to go beyond the crisis to see the light at the end of the town. You should also be courageous like lions. And you should have communication during crisis and you should have resilience. If you haven't yet, I encourage you to subscribe to this channel because you don't want to miss future episodes. When we upload, you want to be notified. We also encourage you to share the channel on your social media because there may be a lot of people in your circle who may benefit from this show. And also don't forget to follow me on social media. You can go to www.asagi.com on the top left side you have the social media icons every day i post inspirational informative messages so you don't want to miss that if you are also an aspirant preparing to take your next leadership position if you are a team lead supervisor project manager or business owner i recently released a course entitled overcoming first timer syndrome is very empowering. There are 11 modules. Uh, each module has video teaching, 25 up to 40 something minutes, worksheets, downloadable templates and samples. You don't want to miss that. Especially during this time, you have to use your downtime to develop yourself because when, when things come to normal, you want to be ready. Even now, you want to be ready. So check out that online course. I look forward to see you in the next episode. Until then, be safe.